0: Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss things that will make you more effective at work by focusing on your personal development. The host of this show is Dennis Fredericks. And we're ready to go. Hello everybody and welcome to this new episode of this podcast. Today we will talk about reflection and journaling but before we dive in completely into the subject let me first introduce myself and all the work that I do well in everything that I do I help you to realize more in a more easy way so that means that I work for you on your personal and professional effectiveness and efficiency the efficiency part is mainly about the simplification of your work so perhaps some automation or semi-automation of your work processes. On the effectiveness part is mostly about the deep coaching and mentoring so that you become physically and mentally ready for everything that comes on your way and that you can really strive for those things that you really want to achieve. Now, beside those coachings that I offer, I also deliver a lot of free content and for example there is the the blog posts uh, every week I write a blog about something that can make you more efficient or more effective you can get those blogs uh, directly on the website so go to www.thehappinessfactory.be forward slash eng in capital letters from english if you want to have the english version of the website you can subscribe there to the the mailing list so that you also get those blog posts directly into your inbox uh, beside those blogs there's also this podcast of course there are also a few videos that i record uh, from time to time some live teaching videos where i go also like in this podcast more in-depth on a certain topic Uh, you can all see that on the facebook page of the happiness factory and all that combines in the facebook group the ambitious leader community and in that group we exchange and share information and we talk about the content that i put out so you can ask questions about it um, that you can share some other content about it that you can get other opinions of other members of that group and that you can start growing there for yourself in a more personalized way. And that is also the reason why today we are going to talk about that reflection and journaling, because it's a form of do-it-yourself coaching. And if you're interested in this topic, then probably you are in a situation where you want to change something perhaps about yourself or perhaps something in the context of that situation and where you want to have a personal growth but that you are probably a bit wondering um, how to achieve that personal growth and how to achieve that change well then reflection and journaling can help you in that. Perhaps you already experimented a bit with reflection and you're now still a bit wondering from am I doing it correctly or am I doing it good enough or it was a bit hard to do and, and how can I improve it for myself or how can I make it more easy for myself well and the same perhaps with journaling perhaps you already wrote down a few things of, or a few thoughts that you got and that you're still wondering from yeah is, is there a way to do it in a better way well that's the promise that I make about this podcast because that are the things that we will exactly discuss here and after listening to this podcast you will exactly know what reflection is and how you can use it for yourself and the same applies to journaling so you will also know exactly what journaling is how you can use it i will share some good practices about journaling so that after listening to this podcast you can immediately go into action And start doing something with it now let's start with the reflection part reflection is for many people not a very easy thing and that's mainly because we are not educated in a reflective way and I can of course not speak for everybody but when I look at our own region here the the Flanders region of Belgium and to the education system then it's mainly an education system where there is a teacher in front of the class, where the pupils need to be good and silent, and where the teacher says what needs to happen, how you have to do it, and where the teacher says what is good and what is wrong. Well, in such an educational system, you are, of course, not trained in a reflective way. You are trained to be a follower it is luckily changing a little bit but still there's a lot of that non-reflective teaching in that educational system so for the kids it's absolutely not a normal way to think or to act and that makes that reflection is something that you have to learn on your path luckily it's not everywhere that case there are other parts of the world where reflection is a big part of the educational system like for example in Japan in Japan they don't talk about reflection they talk about hansei and hansei is a very important part of the japanese culture and it's not only educated and used in the schools, it's also used in parenting. Where, for example, if a a kid does something wrong, then the parents will probably say something like, you will have to do a hensai about it. And then the kid immediately knows what to do and knows that it needs to think about what it did exactly and that it needs to come up with a solution. That's something completely different than a parenting style that's for example more, more common in our Western culture where the parent decides what is good and wrong just like the teacher at school and that handsai in the Japanese culture is not only something from the educational system and the parenting system now it really is a part of the culture and if it's part of the culture you will find it everywhere also in the companies Like, for example, in Toyota, the hansai is a very big part of the corporate culture. And there is a Toyota manager that describes hansai in the following way. Hansai is when you do something wrong and at first you must be really, really sad about it. Then you must create a future plan to solve that problem And you must sincerely believe you will never make that type of mistake ever again. Hansai is really much deeper than reflection. It is really being honest about your own weaknesses. If you are talking about your strengths, then you are bragging. If you are recognizing your weaknesses with sincerity, it is a high level of strength hansai is the incubator for change now like this japanese manager describes it you immediately recognize other elements of the japanese culture in it like for example the samurai culture so where there is honesty and where there is silence about yourself and where you have to think first before you act that's of course also into it and we don't have to be completely into that culture but it describes in a very good way what reflection can be and to give another example of that uh, also in the Toyota culture one of the more well-known managers of Toyota, Taichi Ono, um, he brought it even a step further and he drew some circles on the shop floor where people could stand in and just observe and watch everything that was going on in production. So imagine there is a production hall where there is much of activity, much of productivity, and then there is someone standing in the middle, in a circle, just watching and just observing the things that are happening. That's actually the essential part of reflection because you can only search for improvements and search for things that can go better if you step out of the process and if you can look at it with external eyes and that was also the reason why those ono circles were created to really step out of the process and look at it with different eyes and that's also the essential part of reflection so if you want to reflect on yourself you can adapt that idea of stepping into an ono circle And look at your own behavior from a certain distance. And you can look at it without judgment. Just look and see what you did. The only disadvantage there is that you cannot do it in real time. So it's very hard to do a certain behavior and at the same time step out of that behavior and look at yourself on how you are doing it. So in many cases with self-reflection, you will have to go over the situation again afterwards and then try to recap it as good as possible for yourself and think about, for example, what you could have done better. If you make that reflection, then it's very helpful to work around a certain specific theme. Or if you look only to a certain specific situation and not reflect on your entire day because then you make it much more difficult for yourself. You can also work around a specific question for yourself. Like for example, what could I improve? What could I do better next day? And if you're wondering what kind of reflective questions you could ask yourself, then I can give you the suggestion of the the rule of thumb. You just take your thumb and you point it upwards. That's the first question. What could you do more? Then you can turn your thumb until it's horizontal and that's the second question. What can you keep doing? What was already good? Then you can lower your thumb for another 45 degrees and you can ask yourself what can I do less? And if you turn your your thumb completely down then you can ask yourself the question, what do I need to stop doing? If you ask yourself those four questions, you already have a lot of reflective questions and a lot to think about around a specific theme or around a specific situation. Now, if you're asking yourself those questions, then it could happen that you do not find an immediate answer on everything. And that's totally fine, that's totally okay. Because the reflection is something that you need to do on a continuous basis. So it's not just asking those questions and that then all answers will come to you. No, you will have to do it on a more regular basis, in more different scenarios, in more different settings. And with the summary of all the answers that you get, then you will be able to see a new truth for yourself. And then you will be able to, like that Japanese manager describes, to have that incubator for change and to know in which direction you can evolve. Now, if you're asking yourself those questions and you get some answers, then it's it's of course very useful to write those answers down. And once you start writing, then you're actually journaling. So journaling is actually a way to do your reflections. And then there are many ways to do that journaling. You can just write down some sentences or some keywords on a paper. You can be very creative with it and uh, create drawings around it and with lots of colors around it. You can also do it in a digital way. For example, with uh, the Day One app, it's a very good app to keep your journal And how exactly you do it, that's not that important. You can choose for a way that suits your own personality and that makes it fun for you. So at one hand, journaling is actually very easy. It is just writing down the answers that you got out of your reflection. At the other hand, journaling is not that easy because you probably will experience it that you have a lot of thoughts and ideas in your head, but once you start to write them down, that you cannot find the real good words for it, and that you're struggling on on how to to write it down and how to formulate it. It also requires a bit of a discipline to write, because having some thoughts and, and to speak about it and to think about it, it's much quicker than taking that time to write it down. In writing it down, you will actually have to step out of the thing that you are doing and take the time to write it down. So it requires also a bit of a discipline. And that are things that make journaling a bit harder. But it's absolutely worth the investment. Because journaling is actually a well documented way of improving yourself. And if I go over some advantages of journaling, then there is the proof that journaling can lower your stress level. The reason behind that is very easy. You have those stressors, the things that stress you out, and they keep circulating in your mind and in your body, but once you start writing them down, they are out of your body, and you can have a look at it from a distance. And when you write down the same thing each day again, then it becomes very clear where the stress problem is and then you can start doing something about it. That's also the reason why journaling improves your mental health or your psychological health. Because you can write about those things that keep turning in your mind. You can really write them out of you. And once they are out of you, you can have a distant look from it and you can start doing something with it. From that perspective, it's also the reason why journaling is a proven methodology in treating depressions. And journaling can also improve your performance. There was once an experiment with two groups of people who started in the same job at the same time. And the first group of people, they were asked nothing. They just had to do their job and once they were at the end of the day, they could just go home. The second group of people were asked to take 15 minutes at the end of each day and to write a journal about the question what can I improve on my day so that I can be better tomorrow. After doing that for a few months that second group had an improvement in performance of almost 23% in comparison with the first group. So journaling and asking that question what can I do better tomorrow than how I did it today can absolutely boost your performance and of course it also improves your communication because you have to search for the words that you are going to use it can also improve your creativity because you can think about how you want to write it and in which style you want to write it and if you journal about positive experiences of positive things and things that you are proud on it can also boost your self-confidence because each day you are going to look for yourself on the things that you are proud on or things that went good and if you keep doing that then of course it will improve your self-confidence because day after day you acknowledge yourself about good things that you did and it also trains your willpower and your discipline if you journal for example each day on a certain moment uh, or with a with a fixed frequency then you're training your discipline and if you can journal each day on a certain moment then you can probably also do other things so there are a lot of advantages in journaling and if you are already convinced about those advantages but still wondering from, okay, how, how can I really start with this? How can I do all this? Then I can tell you about some good practices that I got from my clients. A few months back, I organized an inspiration afternoon, especially around this topic of journaling because they all do it. Because in every coaching uh, I asked them to reflect on their own behavior and on their own things that they do. So, Each of my clients keeps a journal and each of my clients has the experience of reflection and journaling. And we brought all those good practices together and I will share the most important ones with you. The first thing you need to do before you start journaling is ask yourself which form of journal that fits your personality. You can write it just on a piece of paper. You can write down some keywords. You can do it in a digital way with a certain app uh, or just a a Word document or a OneNote document or or even an Excel sheet. It all depends on what you want. You can also do it in a schematic way. For example, in, in creating mind maps. How you do it is not that important as long as it's fun for yourself and as it stimulates the act of journaling for yourself. To make it fun for yourself is also an important one because I already mentioned that it requires a certain discipline to keep that journal. And if it's not fun, then it's hard to build in that discipline. So ways to make it more easy or more fun for yourself could be, for example, to start small. You don't need To journal every day perhaps you can start with only once a week it's also easy to start with journaling if you are really focused so make it targeted on a certain situation something very specific that you want to improve or something very specific that you want to analyze and don't make it too big the more focused you make it the easier it will become for yourself you can also build in some positive reminders. And especially when you're journaling in a digital way, it becomes very easy to build in those reminders. And also if you're just doing it on a piece of paper, then you can build in those reminders. So for example, put it in your agenda. Another suggestion could be to not journal on a specific time each day again, but to journal throughout the day And every time when something pops up in your mind now that's a bit more complicated because then you always have to interrupt with the things that you were doing but for some people it can surely work instead of all accumulating it and then at a certain moment combine it all together just to build it up throughout the day now there are also some pitfalls you can step into once you start journaling for example the fact that you use your journal only for negative things so that you start journaling if you want to improve something or if you're not satisfied about something but it can also be very handy and very good for yourself to also keep journaling when everything is going good because like i said earlier that can improve your happiness and can improve your self-confidence if you journal about the positive elements of your day another pitfall of journaling is the fact that it's writing and it's much more easy to talk and to think but that are all very fluid things and the big advantage of writing it down is that afterwards you can reread it so absolutely take the time for it and if it's hard to not do it and to start talk about it well then you could find a solution for that in, for example recording your voice then you don't have a written journal but then you have an audio journal and like i already mentioned before sometimes perhaps you're not finding the right words to describe all those thoughts that are in your head but remind yourself that that is all okay the journaling is not about a quick fix of finding immediate answers to the questions that you ask yourself, note journaling is something that could help you in the long run about your reflection and writing it all down, and then, like the Japanese manager said, use it like an incubator for change. And if you keep reflecting and keep journaling, then you're actually coaching yourself So reflection and journaling is a form of do-it-yourself coaching, which is very good to boost your personal growth and to think about your personal and professional effectiveness. But at a certain point, perhaps it's also a good idea to step into professional coaching. Triggers for that could be that, for example, you notice that you create some actions out of your reflections, but that you never really take up those actions. Or that you do those actions, but then notice that there is always something more urgent to do first. Or perhaps you notice that it's very hard for yourself to keep your reflection and journaling routine, and that it's hard to make it important enough for yourself to keep working on it, and to keep executing all the things that come out of it. So if that are things that you notice within yourself, then perhaps it's a good idea to start thinking about upgrading your do-it-yourself coaching to a more professional coaching. And if you want to do that, then just reach out to me. I'm very pleased to help you. Every week I block out some time in my agenda to talk with people like you about the things that are happening in their profession and how they could be more effective or more efficient in it. And those conversations, they can lead to new insights, they can lead to new actions, perhaps they can even lead to a coaching program. So just take it up and let's see what happens. Okay, that was it about the reflection and journaling. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have now a lot of new ideas to get started with it. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, if you want to have more ideas on how to improve yourself or boost your personal growth, there are so many things that I put out. Join the blog, join the ambitious leader community. And within two weeks I will be back with a new long episode about a new topic that will help you. And in the meanwhile, keep writing and keep reflecting. is made with royalty-free music of Bandsound.com.